you want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, tips, and sometimes interviews on how to get more calm in your life. There will be quick and easy recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. I recently had the opportunity to enjoy a morning coffee with a dear friend of mine who I've known for decades now, and we were reflecting on this past year regarding things that we had done, our children had done, and our, our husbands as well. And we we're reflecting forward as well as this coming year, what we were hoping to do and some of our children's plans as well. And got me thinking as we approach the end of this year that goals are something that tend to be a message that we're inundated with new year new you kind of thing. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about goals from a different perspective to help create a little bit more calm, hopefully for you. And that is the perspective of an abundance mindset. And to do that, I just wanted to propose to you a little exercise that you can try. And that is simply to, instead of just having a goal, say you wanted to have a goal of training for a triathlon, or maybe you're going to switch jobs. Maybe you want to learn how to crochet. I mean, we all have different goals, right? Sometimes. And it seems like the, the new year, I'm recording this at the end of a year, um, but a new year seems to be that new slate, tend to get inspired and people encourage resolutions and all of that. But a lot of times it's coming from that perspective that we have to want to do something new and improved because what we have isn't enough. And that that's where I'm saying like that coming from a lack and I'm just proposing to coming from an abundance, knowing we already have so much and to look at it from that. So if you're going to create a list of goals, I'm suggesting write a list, whether it's 10 things, 20 things, whatever you are going to list to make sure that every other thing on your list is something you already do have. Doing that helps your brain see and help you to feel because what, what we think helps create our feelings. More contentment and happiness even and helps us motivate ourselves more towards those goals, because a lot of times we might set a goal that such as, for example, for me, if I was going to think I was going to try to do a triathlon, I might, my automatically, my brain will be like, oh, you can't do that. That'll be really hard. You know, our brains are designed to protect us and we'll put up all the obstacles that why in reasons why we can't possibly do something. So creating a list that every other item on it is something we already have. For example, I could put, I want to train for a triathlon. And the next item I would say is I have a healthy and beautiful family. Next item I could put, I want to learn to crochet. And the next item I could put, I live near great trails. I get to walk on every day. You know, so if you get the idea of what I'm saying, and it's important to write these things down. 
Because again, writing them down makes them a reality. And the next step in writing down your list and having it every other thing being what you hope and what you have, again, hope and haves, is then to actually, for those things that you don't have, to write down all the obstacles that are going to come up in your brain as to what your fears are, what the doubts are, all the things your brain's going to come up and tell you why you can't do it or what the problems are going to be. And those are the obstacles. And then you're going to just come up with strategies as to how you could possibly actually do the thing, whatever it is your goal is. And this just is the fun part, right? And whether you actually are able to achieve the goal or not isn't necessarily the important thing. What we want to do, and again, it's just in the idea of creating more calm, we're trying to overcome these doubts and fears by coming up with strategies. And the second thing is we're actually taking action. We're throwing our hat in the arena. And then the third thing is you're actually putting yourself out there by trying to do these things. And these are actually taking action and learning things along the way. As they say, the destination versus the journey mentality. I mean, who knows? Sometimes that might actually be the actual goal. So I know this doesn't apply to everything, but the other part of all of this, and again, trying to create more calm, not getting yourself stressed out about whatever it is, but with any goal, being as specific as possible really takes all of the mystery out of it. That I want to train to do a triathlon. That's pretty, that's a pretty lofty goal, but it's also pretty generic. So I want to get really specific with that. I would then say, I am going to participate in a triathlon by next November. And I'm going to do a triathlon in like, I don't know, say it's the Turkey Trot triathlon in Memphis on November 29th. I'm totally making this up at 8 a.m. And I am going to travel to Memphis three days before the event so that I have plenty of time to acclimate myself and be there, check out the route and everything. I'm going to travel with my husband so he can cheer me on. I will get an Airbnb so that I'm more comfortable and not in a hotel. Like I'm going to get really specific about this. I we're going to drive there because it's within a day's drive from where we live, you know, so you can see how specific I'm getting as far as this and even more specific, like the days that I'm going to have to train, what I'm going to have to do, like back out the training as far as what I will need to do. You know, right now I'm someone who walks, I don't swim, I don't ride a bike and I don't run. So all the things that I would need to do, whether I need to hire a trainer, whether I want to join a group, you know, all of those things, I would need to be really specific about it. So, and anybody who's a triathlete listening to this might be like, oh, you'll have to be doing a whole lot more. I know, just go with me here. So 
anyways, hopefully you're understanding that I'm saying like getting very specific and the more specific you are, any fears and doubts and stuff will probably come up, but that's the kind of stuff when you're doing an obstacles and strategies list, you can be writing that down and addressing it. And again, if you're a regular listener, you know, I'm a big fan of timers. If you need to put a timer on to give yourself a limited amount of time to be um, devoting to this so that you don't spend too much time, then I'm all for that as well. So that you don't think I don't have time to do this, but really and truly, if you're interested in doing goals, I highly recommend this exercise. Again, coming at it from a place of abundance instead of feeling like, oh, I set goals every year and it never works for me. Try this with the abundance mindset and doing every other item with something you already have. And let me know how it goes. I would love to hear. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Instagram, you can tag me on at Teresa Diolis or send me an email at teresadiolis at gmail.com. I will not be posting a new podcast on Christmas or on New Year's Day. So you will see a new podcast drop on January 8th. Until then, I wish you, the for those of you who celebrate, a Merry Christmas and to everybody a very Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening this year to my podcast. And until next time, I wish you great health and much calm. Take care. This week's quick and easy recipe is called three C's. It stands for cereal chocolate cookies. Three ingredients. You will need six cups of cereal, such as Rice Krispies or Corn Flakes, a half a cup of peanut butter, and one bag of chips, either chocolate, white, or butterscotch. Your choice. You're going to place your cereal in a big bowl. If you're using Corn Flakes, I suggest slightly crushing them. Then you're going to melt the peanut butter and your chips of choice together, either in the microwave or on top of the stove, stirring until combined. Then pour that mixture over your cereal and mix until all of the cereal is completely coated. Then you're going to use a spoon or a cookie scoop and drop the cereal mixture onto a parchment lined cookie pan, or if you have little mini muffin candy liners, um, I like putting them into those because it just looks pretty and just fill them up and then stick them in the freezer or refrigerator until they solidify and store them in containers or plastic bags and then eat and enjoy. It's a great last minute recipe to make if you need for parties or bake sales or schools or anything. This is based on a recipe my sister got from someone she worked with years ago called butterscotch dainies made just with the butterscotch chips and cornflakes. But I have made this variation with other cereals and chocolates and it's just easy and kids can make it. It's a great recipe to make with kids. So if you make this, I'd love to see your pictures. Tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis or send me pictures at teresadiolis at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Take care. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends and family and rate it on whatever podcast platform you listen to so that more people can find it. 
Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care.